Yeah, um, I'm sure you've all heard of the concept of goal setting. They tell you, set smart goals. <laughs> so I'm not going to bore you with those minute details. But what I am going to tell you is what happens after you set your smart goals. Do you have an action plan to follow through? Or are you just looking at your goals every day, hoping that they will be accomplished? Sometimes your goals scare you, and that's why they go undone. So now, I want you to get a pen and a notepad. And I want you to write down all the things you want in life. What you want to accomplish in life. And when I say in life, let's not be vague. Let's keep the timeline within 5-10 years. I like to plan for within 5 years because I think my taste and my vision changes more often than I would like to admit. So having a 10 year plan right now, like if I'm being honest, it's redundant. It's going to be so redundant by the time my 10 year mark hits. So you're supposed to set goals in different areas of your life. Friendship relationships, your career, your business, your spirituality, your health, your fitness. If you want a breakdown of all the areas I feel are relevant in life, check. If you attended the Precision Masterclass last year, you're good to go. Your workbook has everything you need. But if you didn't attend and you would like to know the 16 level lifestyle we're all aiming for, send us a message and we'll send you the template FOC. Back to the main story. Once you plan your goals, you've written, you've written them down. I want you to take the first five. Which five are the deal breakers? Like if you don't accomplish these five, you will never be fulfilled. You know, there are some goals, like I had, I know there was a time I had a goal to learn how to cook three different dishes. If I don't learn how to cook those three different dishes, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to be depressed. There won't be substantial changes in my life. Do you get where I'm going with this? But if you have a goal that is to make a first class in school, you have only one chance at it. So that's the type of goal that will be in your top five. Do you see where I'm going with this? So once you have this top five, you tell yourself that these are your make it or break it goals. And then we move on to our next step. Number two, which is the actual plan, which is also called the action plan. Having goals without a plan, like I said before, is redundant. It makes no sense. The goals are just going to sit down there on that piece of paper, staring at you all year long. Especially when it's goals that scare you. You don't know how to go about it. You don't know where to start. It's like saying you easily get discouraged. Yeah. So it's like saying you want to apply to, let's say, Harvard, for instance. And you don't know where to begin. This is where your plan comes to play. So let's go through this Harvard plan. Obviously, before getting Harvard, you must have looked at schools, but let's skip ahead a couple of steps and say you've already um, focused down on Harvard. The first step people don't know is to get your statements of your statement of purpose. I think that's what it's called. You should have that written. 
your statement of purpose should be written down. It's something you need in your application. So recall how I said you should have a, a couple of steps. I recommend 12 steps. Step one should not be something broad and vague like apply. No. Step one should actually be prepare your statement of purpose. Breaking it down this way helps you build momentum. So after your statement of purpose is done, the next step is to prepare your resume. Things that will be required during the application. So when you check, check out step one, step two, step three, step four, you realize that, oh, step one to four was actually a block of apply. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Same thing when you're applying for a job. I recall when I was looking for a job right after law school, I had... I had I had crazy dreams. Um, I had <laughs> I had really ambitious dreams. Thankfully, I've accomplished. But let me tell you how I went through that process. My first step was my goal was get a fulfilling job. So my first step was to write what exactly a fulfilling job looks like. Where it could be the pay, be the proximity to my house, be the learning opportunities, whatnot. That was my first step. My second step was to compile a list of all the law firms in Lekki and Victoria Island. By extension, Ikoi, because those were the only three areas I was willing to work. I narrowed it down. So on that spreadsheet, I had 164 law firms. My next step was to ensure my resume was up to date. So I, after getting my resources, that's when I prepared my resume. Because as a resume writer, you, we all know you have to tailor your resume to each place you're applying to. So do you want to guess how many times I, in quotes, tailored or modified my resume? I'll just tell you, 158 times. I was a go hard or go home type of person. So go for what you want. Get as many offers as you want. So you're the one picking in the end. It's a strategy I think you should imbibe. And then right after the resume, apply. <laughs> you actually have to apply in the end. If not, it's pointless. Well, right after applications, there's one more step that people don't take as seriously as they should. It's following up. So HR managers all over the world are overwhelmed with applications on a daily basis, even when the company is not recruiting. So imagine the pressure when the company is recruiting. You have to follow up because your resume can easily get lost in the large sea of applications. So if you do a good job in the first place, your resume will pass the six-second test. But sometimes it's not your fault. Sometimes your mail gets skipped over. Because human beings make mistakes. Do you want your application to be ignored as a result of a human error? Let me let you in on a little secret. When I was applying for my internship in KPMG, I sent my application in every blessed day for one month. <laughs> this was not the initial intention, but it's eventually what I is what I eventually did. So when I was called for the interview, 
as soon as I wrote my name down in the attendance, everyone knew who I was because they said this is the girl that kept sending annoying mails. <laughs> I'm not saying this is what you should do. I'm just like sharing an experience because you might be, you might come across as annoying. Face facts. But that's not where it ends. That's not where it ends at all. After you follow up, you're eventually invited for the interview. What do you think is going to happen during the interview? You have to prepare for the interview. How do you prepare for the interview? Step one, read about the company. Go in and out. Go through their website. Go through their portfolio. Go through their awards. Step two, answer the basic, the most basic interview questions. You can find those all over the internet. There are standard questions they would ask you at any given interview. You have to be prepared to answer them. And three, work on your delivery. Because you might have all the answers, but you come across as proud. Or you come across as disinterested. Or you come across as difficult to work with or incorrigible. Those are not things you want to take to your interview room. A benefit of deciding, planning, then execution is it enables you to start small. If you want to build a house, for instance, you're not going to jump straight to building the like roofing. Of course not. You're going to start with foundation. And even before you start with foundation, you're going to get quotes from every Tom, Dick, and Harry that calls themselves a builder or an engineer. Starting small helps you build momentum and increases the chances of you accomplishing your goals by more than 70%. These are not my studies, but studies show. This is the same principle when you're planning out your career path. Be you an accountant, a lawyer, a banker, a doctor, you still have to have a plan for your career. Yes, okay, let's say your goal is to get a promotion. How do you get a promotion? You plan it out. You start planning from day one. You plan out the requirements of your establishment or of your office you plan out the courses or the trainings you have to do to get to that level you plan out your networking networking is not like it's not by chance anymore it's not something you leave to chance it's something you plan you have to be intentional about your network <laughs> you have to have someone that's going to fight for you behind closed doors and you start making plans to be where those people would be to meet those people, to interact with those people and have them in your network from day one so you don't come across as spammy. The intention is to be genuine and original, not to be some <laughs> some random person who just randomly needs a favor the second day they've met you. And for those of you that wait for motivation to strike before actually doing things on your list, who are you waiting for to come and push you? Who? <clears throat> People have problems in life that they are dealing with every blessed day. People are there to lend you a shoulder to cry on, to listen to you rant and whine. But nobody is going to be in your corner the way you should be. You should man up and take control of your affairs. You are the only one who drives the process for your self-development. You are the only one who drives the process of ensuring a better future. Nobody else. Not even your parents. You. But luckily, I'm in your corner. I'm your number one cheerleader. 
that's all the time we have for today guys but let's recap one decide write down your list of goals differentiate which ones are make it or break it two plan what is your action plan have a list of 12 steps you would take to get to accomplish that goal three execute don't wait for motivation seize the moment four repeat follow the cycle and you're going to be a badass in everything you do when i was much younger and i'm trying to study i'll probably put i'll tell myself okay i'm going to play my games till 7 14 9 then i'll start reading by 8 and i'm playing my games until like it's 8 20 and i'm like you know what we're just going to wait till 9 don't be like that we all have those moments do not be like that see y'all next week thanks for tuning in